What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass cylinder breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and I will be your host solo for this week. Uh, unfortunately, Shannon could not make it. So <clears throat> this is actually the first time I've been solo in a couple of years, actually. Um, but I'm trying to work on the consistency of the show. Like, yeah, we're over 300 and I want to say 50 episodes as of this week. However, um, I usually take a break if uh, I, I is unable to make it or I can't get a co-host um, to, to pop in short notice, uh, but try not to do that. So please continue to tune in, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. I always forget to say up at the uh, the top of the, uh, the episode. And this week is going to be a good week, um, despite me being by myself. So I apologize if I'm over here talking to a vacuum um, and kind of babbling and what have you. But... Uh, the topic for today, so Monday's episode, is uh, coming from Bleeping Computer. Uh, the title of the episode is, or the title of the um, article is Dish Network Likely Paid Ransomware After Recent Ransomware Attack. And this was written by Sergio Gatlin uh, on the 19th of May. So uh, in this article, it kind of implies that Dish may have paid the ransom only because uh uh, verbiage, like certain things that the, uh, the the dish rep or spokesman said, such as uh, they received confirmation that the extracted data had been deleted, uh, things of that nature, right? They're not saying that uh, anyone was involved, like the Justice Department or uh, CISA, FBI, anybody like that, that can help, that helped them to uh, retain their information or to obtain their information from the uh, ransomware. They, they pretty much kind of state that, yes, we uh, we have confirmation that said information has been deleted or that we received the keys, yada, yada, yada. Usually that's reserved um, uh, verbiage for, yeah, we paid them the money and they they told us that they had deleted or, or to provide the screenshots or something of that nature. So uh, not a good look for DISH if they did pay the, uh, the ransom, only because um, this leaves them open to lawsuit, which we'll talk about shortly, as well as um, the ransomers might come back. So, right, it's like feeding a stray cat. Like if you if you feed it, it may come back, uh, and then they'll come back to bite you, right? If they they were able to receive however much money they received for this one, they might double up and ask you for more when they re-enter your systems because uh, you may not know how they got in there. It may be an assistant for uh, it may be an, uh, an assistant. That, blah, can't say the word. It may be a persistent. There you go. Um, vulnerability that they're able to get in and out. They might have left themselves a back door. We don't know. Uh, and potentially Dish doesn't know either. So um, with that being said, the article goes on to say, ransomware gangs only delete data or provide a decryption key after a ransom is paid, meaning that it's highly unlikely that Dish could receive confirmation that stolen data was deleted without paying. So again, it, it, there's the implication, right? Like we can't say for certain that Dish did pay it. However, uh, what was lost in this breach. So they're saying that no customer data was lost, but that some PII of employees and former employees was extracted from their um, their VM. So it goes on to elaborate um, with the main attorney general's office that the data breach had affected 296,851 individuals with exposed information, including name and other personal identifiers in combination with driver license numbers, or non-drivers, driver identification numbers. So 
that they, they they're trying to minimize um which which that's any company right that's for profit um try to minimize is the uh the damages the bad publicity but they did lose a lot of data and they may have paid to uh to receive that confirmation that it was deleted by the ransomers uh and then like i said we'll get to the lawsuit um portion of it right so um it comes from i want to say it was colorado but i could be wrong i'm looking right now yes district court of colorado so uh, in their statement, the U.S. District Court of Colorado stated the company was unable to properly secure customer data, leaving it vulnerable to access by malicious third parties. States a class action complaint for violations of the federal security law filed in the U.S. Um, so there is an open investigation and potential lawsuit coming down the pipe because of uh, this loss and other breaches in the past. Uh, I used to be a dish customer way back in the day. I want to say... I lived in uh, Virginia, so that would have been like 2010-ish. I had Dish and then I had DirecTV. I was big into like, um, I was big into it because A, I was trying to get rid of cable because cable was super expensive. And then when you get a Dish subscription of some sort, it usually comes in like a quarter of the price, half the price. And then it starts to escalate from there, right? It starts to go up once they they have their, uh, their hooks into you. Um, I would say... I don't know if Dish has changed up their quality, but DirecTV was better anyway, um, in my personal opinion, right? They don't pay me for um, sponsorship or anything like that. But I, I wound up getting rid of both anyway. I, I went from Dish. I did, was not satisfied. It's just, it was like, it rained a lot in Virginia. So it was just never up at the time. Technology was, wasn't as robust as it probably is now. Uh, and then I rolled over to DirecTV, had a better experience, but I wound up just cutting the cable, cutting the cord anyway, right? That was the time where everybody was starting to get rid of their cable. Um, so I don't know why I said all that. <laughs> it has nothing to do with this article. But um, potentially customer uh, data was was not stolen is what uh, this is saying. Like, hey, this did not impact our customers. Uh, the, the Colorado district attorney says otherwise. And then bottom line is over a quarter of a million of their employees had their data exfiltrated uh, and put in the hands of potential um, wrongdoers. And what would they provide these people? Probably some kind of um, identity protection service like LifeLock or you know all the other stuff we kid about. Uh, LifeLock has the corner of the market when it comes to ransomware attacks and protecting people's PII and things of that nature. So uh, bottom line is don't pay the ransomers. Hopefully Dish did not do so. Uh, like like I said, Leaf Computer it says all, all signs point to that, that they did. Hopefully a subsequent release will be coming out um shortly that kind of goes over like no we worked with the department of justice or someone stepped in to uh to assist us to to fix this and oh by the way uh we have remediated the issue we should not have this problem in the uh in the future so uh again uh, dishes in some hot water hopefully this helps them to get a more robust cybersecurity program uh maybe uh some new leadership in that that re regard if they had any like who's to say that they even had a robust cybersecurity department to begin with so uh all of that will come ahead once the lawsuit starts to to potentially go into action and then they'll start to spill those details so definitely uh continue to tune in through season two uh, of the podcast and we'll probably have more information about dish as things uh, continue to kind of uh, unveil themselves. So uh, again, please like, share, subscribe. Uh, also, if you or you know someone 
who uh, fits the the description of the platform. You know, they're a mover and shaker, glass ceiling breaker uh, type of individual. Please um, send them our, in our direction. We would love to have them uh, co-host either on this show or be a, um, I'm sorry, special guest on this show or be a co-host on my Ask SSP podcast. I'm trying to resurrect um because I've had a guest on there uh, for a long time as well. Or if you're a person who's trying to break into the industry and you have questions, please feel free to shoot those to me as well. Uh, hit us up by all of our social medias that go by our name. You can hit me up personally. I'm at RyRy Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. I'm on LinkedIn, Clubhouse, and Twitter. Feel free to ask me any questions you may have. Stay safe. Stay secure. <laughs>